Welcome to the podcast of Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. We hope that you enjoy the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. Well, good morning, and uh, it is uh, good to be in the house of the Lord, even whenever it's uh, uh, negative six or negative seven degrees outside. Um, I usually just dive right into our message, but uh, I, I thought with the temperatures outside, I would remind us of a story. Maybe you've heard it before. Um, uh, in uh, 1850, on January 6th, there was a big snowstorm. And uh, at this little primitive Methodist church, there was uh, uh, supposed to, they were still going to have services, um, but the preacher didn't even show up. Uh, But that morning, there was a 15-year-old boy who woke up that morning with a sense of urgency on his soul. He felt uh, this weight of sin, and so he got up on that Sunday morning, and he made it to church, this lost boy, and he heard the message. Uh, The the preacher wasn't even there. They had a layperson who he opened up the Scriptures, and he read from Isaiah 45-22, which says, Look unto, the, look unto me and be saved. And his points were, look. And the second point was, to me. And the third point was, and be saved. And uh, Charles Spurgeon was saved that morning. Charles Spurgeon, who became the Prince of Preachers, the, one of the greatest uh, preacher, Baptist preachers that uh, the world has known. Uh, so... Uh, maybe that's one reason why we still have church whenever it's seven degrees below. <laughs> we never know who will walk in. So, um, <clears throat> If you would, turn your Bibles to Romans chapter uh, 2. We're going to finish up this chapter this morning. Uh, Romans chapter 2, beginning in verse 25. Um, and as we look at this text, you might ask, what is the relevance here? What is the relevance? I mean, it's talking about circumcision and who is a true Jew and why does that have to do with me? Well, I think it has everything to do with us. I think uh, he's, Paul is warning us here of one of the, one of the great dangers um, and, uh, <coughs> of, of trying to walk the Christian life. And um, I, I think it's a very important thing for us to see here. Uh, Let's go ahead and look at uh, verses 25 through the end of the chapter. For uh, For circumcision indeed is of value if you obey the law, but if you break the law, your circumcision becomes uncircumcision. So if a man who is uncircumcised keeps the precepts of the law, will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? Then he who is physically uncircumcised but keeps the law will condemn you who have the written code and circumcision but breaks the law. For no one is a Jew who is merely one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical. But a Jew is one inwardly, and and circumcision is a matter of the heart. By the Spirit not by the letter. 
His praise is not from man, but from God. Let's pray. Father, we thank You for Your great love for us, and we just pray that You would um, open our eyes to see the truth on Your page pages. We pray that You would open our ears to hear and our hearts uh, to embrace what Your Word says, Lord. We pray, Lord, that we would not um, hear just hear words, but we pray that You, you would send Your Spirit and that uniting your spirit and these words, that uh, they would cause a flame to ignite in our hearts. Don't let us just be about the externals of religion, but let us worship you in spirit and in truth. Lord, we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. He talks so much in this section here about circumcision. Paul, what is the big idea? Well, as we know, uh, in the Old Testament, circumcision is the symbol of the covenant between God and Israel. Uh, Every male from the time of Abraham on up, uh, even Jesus was circumcised as a sign that they were in the covenant people of God. And so uh, this was the symbol in the Old Testament um, uh, and, and this, po- this symbol was supposed to point to a greater reality. As uh, Mike read this morning from even Deuteronomy, from the time of Deuteronomy, in the law, in the Torah, uh, the, it was supposed to be pointing towards a circumcision of the heart all along. We see that all the way back in Deuteronomy chapter 30. He tells of a time whenever he would, he would circumcise the hearts of the people. And no longer would it just be an external reality. And so for that reason, I, I, I think this, uh, this, that should help us understand this a little bit. This is talking about who is a part of God's people. And, and, and also, it's, it's dealing with this question of who's a true Jew. Why should I care, right? Why, why should I care? Do I want to be a Jew? Well, mm, yes and no. Yes. Actually, we do want to be Jews, true Jews. Um, it doesn't mean ethnically. Uh, it does not mean that, that we want to uh, embrace the Jewish law of the Old Testament. No, but we want to be included in the people of God. If we're not a part of the people of God, then we're not saved. We have to be a part of the people of God. And as we look later on in the book of Romans, it talks about this branch that is grafted in. We Gentiles are grafted in and become a part of the people of God. Um, it is not the branch that, um, that, that supports the root. It is the root that supports the branch. Right? And so if we want to be a part of God's people, then we, we, have, we, we are coming into something that, the, that, that didn't just start 2,000 years ago. It started at creation. It started after the fall when God promised He was sending a, a, a seed of the woman who would crush the serpent's head. In order to be saved, we have to be grafted in to the people of God. So that, I think, is why this is important. Paul here says, then what advantage... I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong verse. 
for circumcision is of value if you obey the law. Is it of value? Well, I don't think it would be of no value or God would have never commanded Abraham to do it in the first place. It was of value in the Old Testament. It was of value. You know what? Moses, as our family's been reading the Bible, we've been reading through Exodus here recently, and, and we came to the chapter where Moses was almost killed because he didn't circumcise his son before he went to go lead the people out of Egypt. Uh, yes, it was important. It, was, it meant identifying with the people of God in his day. But we have to remember, we're in a new covenant It was of value for that time, but that's under the old covenant. It's no longer of value for the Gentiles. And Paul would be the first to say that Gentiles did not have to receive that. It's not about the external things in order to become. You don't have to externally become a Jew in order to be saved. You have to have the circumcision of the heart that he talks about. So he says... If you obey the law, I'm sorry, it is a value if you obey the law. But if you break the law, your circumcision has become uncircumcision. Now this is talking about the Jews. So last week, Paul was writing and he was arguing against the position of thinking, well, we have the law. Right? We have the Bible. We have the special revelation of God from the Old Testament. So, uh, so uh, we, we can count on that because God gave us the Bible then we're part of His people. Well, here he switches gears. It's not the Bible that he's talking about. It's the covenant that, God is, that, that Paul is talking about. And, and so you have Jews who are trusting in the fact that they're Jews to save them. They're trusting in the fact that they're Jews in order to be a part of the people of God. And what Paul here is saying is, um, if circumcision is only of value if you keep the law. But nobody does. Nobody can. Uh, Paul has already said that the, 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 the one who, who, uh, who says, do not steal, do you steal? Yes. He's already, he's already made the point that, that uh, the Jews who, who make this very claim of, of, of uh, um, uh, teaching others, do they not teach themselves? But here, Paul, Paul tells us if, if one breaks the law at one point, you become a lawbreaker. And that, I think, is what uh, Paul is getting at here. The Jew who's trusting in his circumcision, who's trusting in the old covenant, instead of believing in the new covenant realities, believing that the Messiah has come, believing that Jesus has come and died for our sins, and they're still holding this old, te- old covenant system. And the only way they can be saved that way is if they keep the whole law perfectly, and none of us ever can. He moves on. So, by that logic, if a man who is uncircumcised keeps the precepts of the law, will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? Now here, let's look at this from a New Covenant perspective. We're in the New Testament. What does it mean to keep the law? 
How do Gentiles keep the law even without circumcision? Well, one thing we need to look at here in Romans chapter 13. In Romans 13, he talks about what it means to fulfill the law. Um, And Jesus said the same thing. Romans 13, um, verse 8 says, Owe no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And any other commandment are summed up in this word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. How do the Gentiles keep the law? It's not by following every single jot and tittle of of, uh, regulations and things like that we see in the Old Testament. No, it is through love. It is through love. Uh, that's the only way that a Gentile, the one, one who's not originally a part of the covenant people, can keep the law. And here Paul says, if a, an uncircumcised, that means a Gentile, keeps the precepts of the law, will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? So if the Gentile keeps that law, if the Gentile loves his neighbor, then that love which can only be produced by faith in Christ will be counted, reckoned as keeping the law, as circumcision, as being a part of the people of God. The the same term reckoned when we are justified, God reckons our faith as righteousness. It does, we, are not, we are not transformed into being righteous, but he reckons, he counts our, he counts Jesus' righteousness to us. And in the same way, uh, even though we are Gentiles, according to the flesh, if we have faith in Christ, which produces love for others, then we who were once alienated from God, can be counted a part of the people of God. Verse uh, 27. Then, he who is physically uncircumcised, but keeps the law, will, will condemn you who have the written code and circumcision, and circumcision, but break the law. Here, Paul again is saying there is no real benefit, uh, no lasting benefit if you have the the written law code, the special revelation, yet you don't do what it says. There's no benefit if if you have circumcision, the, uh, the, the sign of being a part of the covenant people, and yet you don't obey the law. There's no benefit there. And, and those of us who are believers in Christ, believers uh, who because we have uh, trusted in Christ, we are indwelled by the Spirit, and the Spirit enables us to keep the law by loving one another. Uh, when we do that, one day we will rise up in judgment over those who said, hey, we're a part of the people of God because we have circumcision, and yet did not do the things and did not trust 
in the Messiah that was sent to them. Verse 28. For no one is a Jew who merely is one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical. But a Jew is one inwardly, and circumcision is a matter of the heart. As Paul gets to this later on in, the, in, in chapter 9, not all Israel is Israel. A Jew is one inwardly. We, believers, who have trusted in the Jewish Messiah, we, believers, who have trusted in Jesus for the forgiveness of our sins, who have been washed in the blood, who have been born again, who are indwelled by the Spirit, those of us who are Christians, who believe in Jesus, we are the true Jew. By being grafted in, we have an uncircumcised, not an uncircumcised, a circumcised heart. A heart. God has taken out our heart of stone and given us a heart of flesh, as it says in Jeremiah. It is not by the Spirit, I'm sorry, it is by the Spirit and not the letter. By the Spirit and not the letter. I think this is where I need to turn to um, some application here. It's by the Spirit and not by the letter. Um, We have our own external realities. We may look at the family we grew up in. We may look at, uh, we go to church every week. We may go look at, oh, hey, I've been baptized, or, or I teach a Sunday school class, or all these external things, and it's not about the externals. It's about the heart. Has our heart been changed? Has Jesus caused us to be born again? When is a Jew in, inwardly, and circumcision is a matter of the heart, by the Spirit and not by the letter. His praise is not from man, but from God. God sees the inside. Man judges from the outward appearance. But God sees the inside. And one of these days, even though uh, the Jews uh, in Paul's day may look down on the uncircumcised, uh, one of these days, God will uh, say, well done, good and faithful servant. His praise is from God and not from man. We will receive that praise of, well done, good and faithful servant, enter into my rest. Do we sometimes trust in the externalities? Are are we trusting in the externals of religion instead of the real heart change? Do Do we trust that we are saved because we go to church? Do we trust that we're saved because we said a prayer one time? Do we trust that we're saved? Because of the family, we, we, come, we come from a good family or anything like that? No. We can only be saved when the Spirit comes to us. As um, 
John chapter 3 tells us the spirit blows where it wishes. He says uh, a, a man must be born again. We must be born again. And when we're born again, when we trust in Him, we are filled with the Spirit. He enables us. The only law-keeping we can do is, is law-keeping that is enabled by the Holy Spirit. We can't do it on our own. We can never do it on our own. We can never follow the law perfectly, but by the Spirit. When He comes into our life, we are enabled then to keep the law by loving our neighbor. And I believe the Deuteronomy passage says that the one with the circumcised heart also loves God with all of their heart and all of their strength and all of their soul. So trust in Jesus. Look unto Jesus and be saved. And we can be filled with His Spirit, empowering us and enabling us to live a life that is pleasing to Him. And one day we will stand before Him and He will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Thank you for listening to this message from Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. For more information, please visit us at RedeemerBaptistPanama.com or you can like us on Facebook.